Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of glansman thrombosthenia found under the heme section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A two-month-old female baby is seen in the emergency room with frequent nosebleeds and bruising. Her birth history is unremarkable, except for delayed separation of the umbilical cord. On physical exam, there is some blood in her nose. Lab results demonstrate normal PT and PTT, but increased bleeding time. Her platelets come back at a normal range. Peripheral blood smear demonstrates no clumping of platelets. Let's continue with an introduction to glansman thrombosthenia. This refers to impaired platelet aggregation from genetic deficiency of GP2B or GP3A. The key lab findings include a normal platelet count, but an elevated bleeding time. In terms of the pathogenesis, there's decreased GP2B and 3A, which is a platelet integrin. Recall that the GP2B and 3A is a receptor on platelets. Fibrinogen interacts with GP2B and 3A between the two platelets, helping platelet aggregation. Also recall that epsiximab inhibits this receptor, and there is a defect in the platelet plug formation due to all of this. Genetically, this demonstrates an autosomal recessive inheritance pattern. Conditions that are associated include leukocyte adhesion deficiency, which is commonly seen and demonstrates impaired wound healing, delayed umbilical cord separation greater than 30 days, and recurrent skin and mucosal infections. Another associated condition is acquired glansman thrombosthenia. This occurs in those who received multiple platelet transfusions. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms that occur from platelet abnormalities may include mucocutaneous microhemorrhages. This may be seen as bleeding from the mucous membranes, epistaxis, and petechiae or purpura. In terms of further studies, one may note an elevated bleeding time, normal PT and PTT. A complete blood count will demonstrate normal platelet count and normal platelet morphology, and a peripheral blood smear will demonstrate no platelet clumping. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about bernard soulier disease, which presents with decreased platelet count, increased bleeding time, and decreased GP1B. Also think about ITP, which will demonstrate decreased platelet count, increased bleeding time, and anti-GP2B or 3A antibodies. And also think about TTP. This will demonstrate decreased platelet count, increased bleeding time, and a defective or deficient ADAM-TS13. With regards to treatment, prevention is by avoiding antiplatelet agents such as aspirin and NSAIDs. Another option is platelet transfusions. Remember to transfuse with HLA-matched and leukocyte-depleted blood products. There is no clear evidence, but certain other options are recombinant factor 7A and hematopoietic stem cell transplantation. And supportive care may be with iron and folate supplementation. Complications related to glansman thrombosthenia include uncontrolled bleeding. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that it is good with supportive care, and generally, bleeding will decrease with increasing age. That's all for this review about glansman thrombosthenia. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.
a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.